feeling stuck sucks. It's disempowering. We feel isolated. And we may make decisions that don't serve us or our loved ones. Your coaches, Lada and Ryan, are here to help. Together, yes, that includes you. Let's get unstuck. This is the Fitwall Fusion Podcast. Hi and welcome to another episode of Fitwall Fusion. My name is Lada, that over there is Ryan, and we're going to talk about masculine and feminine energy. So now you might be thinking, cool, Lada is going to be the voice for the feminine energy and Ryan is going to be the voice for masculine energy. Let us tell you something. Should I do, <laughs> should I do, <laughs> I tried to do a, I'm so masculine, I can't even do a high voice. Should but I, I, can just, I can just be the man here. We're just joking around. What we really want to get at is that it's not about what body we have for us to have that energy. Um, it is about balancing those two energies within us, regardless of when, whether we are a man or a female, right? So... Um, we both are striving towards balancing out our energy, so the masculine and feminine, within both of us. Yeah, more or less successful, you know. I I do did notice that some of the arguments that Ryan and I have are because I'm too much of my masculine side, and I might be pretty aggressive. I might be like testosterone loaded. I can be really strong and. You know, looking back, I came a lot from my masculine side and only recently more stepped into my feminine side. Okay. And I misunderstood all of it and then didn't actually understand it, but just came into myself. And then people started saying, oh, you're in touch with your feminine side. And you must have been like, what? I'm not feminine. No, no. Because at that point I was... I wouldn't take offense to that because being being emotionally charged and tied to what people perceive as my as my externalization that doesn't that is just my misunderstanding like if if I present myself as authentically as I can be and I come off being a little more feminine what the hell does it matter, to be honest? <laughs> if, if it allows people to connect with me and I'm being vulnerable and honest, then I don't care really what it is. Right. Would you be able to tell, um, tell us a little about what it means that you're more in touch with your feminine, like how it would show? Oh, it would show by women being attracted to me. But actually beyond the physical attraction because I put very little effort into my appearance as any <laughs> right a lot of a lot of raised an eyebrow there she's like <laughs> she's been trying to get me to go to get a haircut for two years oh god can we please pledge that right goes now <laughs> but I do notice like let's say you know I I shave and I do my hair and I get a nice clean white t-shirt or something all of a sudden all the looks of just the passers-by happen, but I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the the women who sort of, well, a lot have seen it, a lot have seen it, you know. They feel more comfortable because I'm being more authentic and I'm not trying to get at them by being an alpha. 
And the funny thing is that it really triggers an alpha when that happens. And they're like, why the hell is he with three beautiful women? And what what are they? Uh, what is in him? What the hell? I need to boost my alphaness to get them over here. Usually with more masculine energy, which is then the the wrong approach, because what I see is that you are you're offering real connection. You're offering real and deep connection, and it's more it's the nurturing side. It's the caring side. You listen. You listen a lot to people. So. All these traits would be being more in touch with your feminine, right? And then, of course, you know, when something's broken here in the house, I'm like, hey, Rai, can you please fix this? And then you're like getting the tools, getting stuff ready. So that's really interesting. And that's what being more towards balanced would mean for us. And one really interesting thing is I do believe you have healthy and unhealthy versions of that. I, I'm not saying you, I'm just like, there are unhealthy and unhealthy versions of masculine and feminine energy, right? I would even go so far as to say there are versions of tox toxic masculinity and toxic femininity, where they're just misunderstood. They're, they lived in a way that's not healthy. And if you're looking into the healthy version of them, they're very different. For example, um, so I'm like, I'm really strong in a way that my mind's pretty strong you could also call that stubbornness but let's just call it strong i'm also physically strong so i do have some of those traits and sometimes i don't like to listen and recently i had some really interesting you could almost say magical experience that i was like okay let's listen let's really really listen let's listen a little bit more attentively so when it came to moving things around, it's just an example, Ryan and I, and also a friend and I, we were moving things around furniture. And I know how to move stuff, um, and I, I just let them decide. They told me, you hold here, literally they're like, you place your hands here. And what I was doing is they were explaining physics to me. In, in the end, they weren't really explaining it. They were just like, do it here, here, here. And I just followed the explanation freaking mansplainers eh? <laughs> well i followed the explanations and it was so easy it was a little more easy with that other friend to be honest because you know there's a bit more distance i remember us having a little argument because something went wrong but overall it still was really good it worked really well so then the other day i was like interesting when i when i do that and i learned from that i could then tap into that and i was able to lift something that was actually quite heavy and I was able to lift it up quite high because I used the laws of physics. Physics, And mind me, that's the one subject I was really, really, really bad at in school. But explained in a way like that, I was able to tap into my masculine side. Little rant and tangent about mm -hmm. something I learned here. <laughs> For me, it just boils down to the way you express your energy, masculine or feminine or a mix of both, is it creating separation hmm. or is it creating union? Mm -hmm. Now, if it's creating separation, that are you tied to that? And why are you tied to that if it isn't working? And where is the source of that tension? And is the separation between you and others or are you even 
doing like creating separation within you absolutely right if your external projection is a reflection of your internal self mm-hmm. but really it's it's really that it's like if there is this disconnect between what you think you have to project externally and the way the world responds to you and you don't uh, feel like you can participate in building community and having loving relationships and everything seems to be a friggin' fight. Does it have to be a fight? Maybe in some cases, yes. Maybe there are cases where you have to fight, right? The Bhagavad Gita talks about that. Honor your incarnation. Honor your incarnation. But is there a misunderstanding or is there an unnecessary fight? That's where we have to bring ourselves fully and completely and understand ourselves usually through a difficult journey before we truly understand ourselves. And then we check, is there still a fight or are we now finding balance? Can people connect to me in a, in a healthier way? Right, because it comes back to, you hear us talk a lot about the past, right? But it comes back to roles, right? There, If you honor certain roles that we used to have back in the day, you understand a little bit more where some people come come from because let's say when I hear Rye talk about certain things or we have a friend here is quite similar. When they talk about things, they talk about them through the lens of safety and security. And they might warn about threats or looking out for people be like well if you do that somebody might trip it's it's very interesting and honestly that thought wouldn't have even crossed my mind at all i would have been like how does it look how does it feel like very different approach right and knowing that the i'm just gonna call it marriage or the union of those two it's where it's really lying that's where the balance is lying because if you just look at the safety and security it might not be it might not look pretty. So you do need that the creative and expressive part. But if you're just that, you could possibly create quite the trip hazard and things are not going as nicely as um, you pictured them because you do need some logical. So what I noticed is I had a lot of really nice creative thoughts um, about our business, about doing something in the house. And then sometimes I'm like so happy about these things. I love the idea. And Rai's like, it's not going to work. And I am super close to being offended because I feel my creativity has just been put a cap on. He's like, nope. And then I'm like, okay, let's listen. What's going on? And then usually I'm right. He's, hey. <laughs> sorry, go, sorry. I just filling in the blank there. Yeah, right. No, usually he might bring up a point on why he thinks it could be different. And the way he says it, or the way you say it could be improved. You could present it a little nicer. Yet, usually it's not a no. It's like, yes, how about let's do it this and this and this way, which is more logical than what I would have thought. And it creates something nicer. But there, that's where I feel the masculine and the feminine energies, like they meet and they can collide unless they start listening to each other and being like, we're only really good if we build on each other. And you can see the same in a relationship, right? We're only really good if we build on each other, if we listen to each other. Because Raya has amazing ideas, I have amazing ideas. Now only together they really skyrocket. They're really, really good. But 
yeah, in the moment when you have a creative idea, you put thought in, you might have even started doing something and somebody tells you no, who was a big one? I, I've certainly known, noticed a paradigm shift in terms of the way women perceive men in the past decade. So um, I, I don't remember when it started, but there was a time when it started, right? I guess around hashtag me too, maybe before that. But I remember you starting to tell me about it. I started so. to comment on it. I was like, yeah, so last couple of years. These women are looking at me on the street like I did something really bad to them. And then it started to get more and more aggressive. And like these fuming looks and complete strangers. And it persists to this day. And I've certainly been called out for communicating and it, having it be called mansplaining. And what do you think about that um, that sort of the the shift towards the feminine energy, um, heavy on the feminine energy, and, and not really just heavy, but more about the value, perceived value of the feminine energy being higher. Like imagine like their stocks, you know, the masculine stock is tanking right now. And, and the female stock is just constantly splitting and going up. The funny thing is, I think there's a big misunderstanding because the way, if somebody really is like that, that they would comment on that, they put it out like they're, that they'd be quite aggressive about it. Well, what are those traits? They're masculine energy. So what I would see is you might have a female there, like an actual woman, but in that woman, what she's heavily relying on is not her feminine energy, but her masculine energy, the energy that's, that is um, fighting. So it's not quite accurate, I would say. It's, yeah, I see where it's coming from because, you know, the world has been a certain way for a long time and women felt like they didn't have the right to do this, this and that. Now what is happening, in my opinion, and that's only my opinion, I don't want to speak for anybody else, Fire is being fought with fire. Now, usually that's not really what what works that well, right? So when you... Because then we're just getting the conflict up higher and higher instead of listening to others. That's where you really want to put a more feminine energy because if you now tap deeper into the feminine, you would look, you would try to create community. The fighting stuff, that separation, that's a very masculine energy trait i would say not for men i just about the energy because the the female energy is about community and gathering and all these things for example when i used to say oh i have a harder time connecting with women uh women circles scare me that was my masculine energy in me being like oh i, I can't step into that yet that was a misunderstanding so that's where i would see it at that it's that there is like a mix of a lot of things and a confusion and just there's pain there. There's pain and separation and there's also fear and just a sort of revenge. There's victim mentality there for sure. They have been doing this to me or to us or whatever, which in my opinion does not exist because offense can only be taken, never given. So nobody can give you offense. You're the one taking it. And that is not a very popular concept with some people. Well, especially if somebody says, well, can somebody take rape? <laughs> Ooh, 
no, right? we're getting. <sighs> yeah, <So> well, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of it from the somebody's perspective of saying, well, what the hell? Like this was, the, I was, I was, you know. No, but I I'm was taking saying... advantage of like a man did something to me, so so I'm angry and I don't know how to deal with these emotions about it. So there's a feminist uh, group that supports me and helps me feel better and understand that it wasn't right. So so just saying. Right, right. So I'm when I talk about offense, I don't talk about abuse. I talk about like verbal, right? Like if some if you're like this person offended me, they said something bad. That's what I'm talking about. Now going about rape and stuff. No, I mean that in most cases is not provoked. Yes, something has been done to you. However, you can still take the projections out of that and and start dealing through that. If you're interested in that, we actually made some um, comments on like story work and just how to work with through that because there's emotion tied to this and that's more what does the story tell about you. Now, um, what I had, I had a really interesting thought and I'm curious what you would think of that, right? And if it makes sense. So I was thinking about a scale, you know, like those old style scales. You have one thing on one side and, you know, what are they called? The, the holding. Scale. Yeah, but like two arms of the scale or whatever. And they're... The original scale, I think. Yeah. yeah. They're there to create balance, right? One's the feminine energy, one's the masculine energy. Cool. And then I figured this doesn't really work for me because... I was wondering, how do you balance this out? And I came about four options because I was like, well, if somebody's really heavy in the feminine, you then put some masculine energy in there to level out the scale. And then I noticed that sometimes when we talk, let's say you tell me something, you were telling me something um, about some topic and it felt very feminine. And then I started to problem solve, which is a masculine trait in that term, right? So I started to give you solutions and you got a little spiky about these things. because And for me, it was like, oh, so it didn't work out. You were in the feminine. I was in the masculine. We didn't level out. We actually separated more. So I was like, hold on. What if this is not a level out just like this? But what if this is a full circle? So sometimes, let's say in that situation, what you needed was more feminine for me to really listen, maybe even agree, be like, I hear you. Wow. What do you need from me? Do you need a bit more support? Like, do you maybe even need a hug or like a virtual hug as in just some support to then put more feminine so that eventually it goes up and then it, uh, what do you call it? Like it flips over and that's what levels it out. Oh, so you're talking about an ability that we often try to, um, encourage others to take on, which is called adaptability. Adaptability, right? <laughs> Being able to adapt to the situation. Exactly, and you would, you could even ask about this because then I was wondering, like, well, what? How do I figure out which one is the right, like, the right one to do in which situation, right? And then I was like, okay, well, in your situation, how about I'll ask you? I'm like, hey, right. Would is this? Would you like a solution right now, or would you like to me to just listen? And then he could tell me he could be like this or this, and then that would be the cue for me. 
And I could literally, if he's like, please just listen, I could literally be like, hey, you also want to like have a hug or something? You know, I could like really embrace that. And me tapping into my feminine energy can help me understand that what I'm presenting as the here, here are all my tools. Let me fix it. <laughs> might why a woman might not respond to that and might respond better just to a hug or just to shutting the hell up and listening, then that that creates connection. Back to what I said earlier. Are you creating separation with your energy or are you creating connection? Yeah, exactly. I, I did have a thought though because there's also there also are people that use that sometimes and they would like to barf everything on you they just talk 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 and then the same problem comes up and they talk 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 and the same problem comes up they talk 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 and they're not actually interested in doing something about it because when you have to do something about it you have to actually get up and do something so what do you do then i, I'm, I haven't figured that one out but what would you do i don't know i think it's a good uh it's a good value that you have in your coaching that you don't tolerate much of that bs and i'm aggressive though with i'm that, a yeah. little more patient and just I, I i what i do is i write down someone was speaking this morning and i just write down words i build a story to try to figure out what their story is because there's only so many words they're really ultimately using it seems like we're using so many there's they're not that many and we repeat a lot so i catch them and then in some, some situations, I could put together a story of what they're really expressing right there. Um, so that's something I do. But I'm, yeah, I'm a little more, uh, like you said, I'm, but I'm also, I also understand that especially if I'm talking to a woman, they, especially if they've been raped, molested by a man, which is so freaking common right there's mm -hmm. so much more than people ever admit to then guess what their their ego is looking for any hint that i'm not listening so i might have to hear them five times in a row say the same story of course i'm eventually going to intervene but it might it might require longer and a little more patience from me before i can intervene and be heard because mm -hmm. they're, they're only going to hear the whatever it is, all the background stuff that they've been learning, like the mansplaining and the this and that and the stuff they associate with the energy that they're pushing themselves away from before they can actually internalize. And maybe with you, Lada, right off the bat, they can feel comfort in listening to what you say. So it depends on the person. And right. the, it's always individual. Well, also, they might not actually listen to you, but they're listening to a projection of them that they put on you. Like, they in their head, they might hear their father or somebody else, like, you know, somebody who did something to them. So they might not actually listen to you as a person. So it's total projection. And there's more of that than we think. I can tell you guys a really, really weird story that happened to us. Uh, and a friend um, about a video just in a moment. Um, I had just had one other thought about... Yeah, because it's interesting. In our coaching, I'd say Rise more tapped into the feminine. I'm actually tapped more into the masculine. Funny enough, as a German, I'm also pretty heads... Like, I'm really direct. So I will call people out because it would pop up in my mind. And there's 
very little filter. So I would say what I think. Some people like that. Some people like, holy crap. So yeah, I tolerate less of that because I've seen it when you take responsibility and you do things about it. I've seen it very, very differently. Um, yeah. But yeah, talking about um, talking about how we just simply sometimes don't hear things. So a friend of ours sent us a video about it was actually a very similar topic about um, uh, toxic relationships and fighting and stuff like that. Remember that Instagram video she sent us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we watched that. And after we were talking and I was like, yeah, she was so right. Right. Looked at me and was like, what? I'm like, yeah, everything she said was really right. The point of that video flew right (laughs) over Lada's head because her ego literally ignored the first two sentences. So uh, Two times. I watched it two times. I didn't hear the first two sentences. Let me try to explain what it is. These were coaches, but they're emulating a situation where... The man said, last night when you called me and you were screaming at me and calling me names, I was offended and this and that. And then the woman said, was using the, the, the spiritual bypassing, virtue signaling, whatever you want to call it, was saying, well, that's your problem. You see, that's your projection, any yeah. feelings you feel are actually 100% your problem. And then he was saying... But, you know, you have to take responsibility, the woman, for what, has to, did, for what yeah. she's putting out there. And she's like, well, no, I, you take responsibility for you. And then Lotta heard that and said, yeah, the woman's totally right. Because, because, so two times. Because without the two sentences, the woman mm-hmm. was right. Yeah, but it was literally the thing, right? Because what she said, it, so if she had not screamed at him and called him names, yes, what you put out there it is your responsibility and the projection but so my i have my brain i know you call it ego i will uh introduce a th- another thing there in a second L- literally didn't hear it. the third time i watched this video i'm like oh my god like it just my brain wasn't ready to take that on it was so stuck it just cut it cut out the information and that's where the reticular activating system comes in can i explain that or would you like to hear that well, a regular listener will uh, will know what it is, but you absolutely. Um, yeah, so go look it up. We we'll talk about that a lot. What we could start saying about the RAS is that it's a filter. Yeah. Now, as Lada just said a moment ago, that I call it the ego, because the ego is essentially a filter as well. Mm-hmm. It's an information filter. So, Lada, if you want to expand on that, that's fine. The RAS. So the RAS is a part at the back of your brain that is a filter, as Raya just said. It's literally like a little telescope that focuses on the things because, you know, there's so much information out there. We have to filter out some information and we focus on the one that is important to us. So that makes sense. So if you ever bought a car and you've seen that car all of a sudden everywhere after we bought it and you're like, this is weird. Where was that car before? Why am I now focusing on it? Well, that's your RAS now being like, this car is important to this person now. Same thing here, right? Like my RAS was so focused on this whole like people are projecting onto other people stuff that any information that my brain thought was not related to this, whether it's true or not, got cut out. Right. And you saw a world of projection 
and you apply uh, a double check, which is to check if there's evidence. Exactly. But, but as I've already stated, the ego is very good at hiding inconvenient evidence or the RAS, whatever you want to call it, and then finding evidence where it's convenient, right? We've all had those arguments about nutrition, about politics, about religion, where are the, are the inconvenient factors don't come into the argument, just interestingly. That's very true. Because when you look for evidence, don't look for the evidence, evidence that you want to see. Look for real evidence. Like the two sentences at the beginning of the video you just watched twice and completely <laughs> ignored because the evidence, you were looking for everything to, to add to your argument. I want to say, say, though, that I didn't do that on purpose. So, like, if this is happening to you and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, there's been things going on I literally did not see. The truth is you did not see them and you couldn't see them. So it's okay. You know, you can forgive yourself. You can move on. It's just when you start seeing them, now it's your responsibility to act on them and you don't look for evidence more. Once you're conscious, there's no unseeing it. Then oh. you look for it. But, you know, before it wasn't my fault. It was just for for the three of us because I told our friend, I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. It's so wild. Yeah, we all always have work to do. Mm -hmm. But as my coach would say, you could just simply boil it down to this. How's that working out for you? Mm. Okay, you're the only one who has to deal with that question. Okay, you don't have to answer anybody. But how's that working? Let's say we had a nutrition topic and someone was like, oh, this is all bullshit. They're talking about how I shouldn't eat bread and this and that. How's that working out for you? Are you 50 pounds overweight? Are you bloated? Is your digestion bad? If it's working out for you, then there's your evidence. But if, if you're creating in this circumstance here with the masculine feminine energy, if you're creating separation, if you're creating battles where battles don't need to be fought, then there's a problem. If there's a battle that needs to be fought, it's different. But again, check your RAS, check your ego at the door and double check that imagining everybody equal to yourself is somebody being favored unfairly. What? Say that, that again. Sense? Say that again. No, say that again. In a room where everybody is the same as you, yeah. is there an imbalance? Is somebody being treated a different way? Right? Ramdas would say, My my predicament is that everybody is my uncle. Everybody is my brother. Mm. That's my problem. I can't pick him over her, over him. So when you level out the playing field, then you can check where there's bumps in the playing field that you've been putting there. Oh, I see. So if I go ahead and I'm like, this person is better than this other person, and then yeah. there's a problem. Okay. Right? Yeah, is then, your yeah. group, just by chance, the one that always happens to be right? Oh. Even though there's a massive group of 50% who might disagree with you, for example, politics... Left wing, right, right wing. And I also want to add just one more quick thing here because I'm seeing that, you know, our time's almost up here. Um, whatever you think, whatever you do, you can see as a tool. Now, tools are really important to us to, you know, to learn certain things. But just know that a tool is an aid that we want to overcome, that we don't want to use that tool for the rest of our life. And every I have not come across any tool that was flawless. Every single tool 
has some sort of limitation. And if you're okay, let's do a um, let's do an episode on tools soon, and I'm able to share, or maybe both of us can share some limitations to a certain tool that is very powerful and it has the Leatherman. Limitation. The Leatherman is my favorite tool, <laughs> honestly. I bring it around the world. It's my screwdriver. You do. It opens coconuts, man. Hey, man. We're not just talking about emotional, mental, spiritual. We're talking physical tools as well. Yeah, let's talk about tools. I love the spoons. Oh, my God. The spork. Spork is like such a genius thing. It's a fork and a, spor- a spoon together. Spork. Okay. So if you've made it this far, we appreciate you. But that also means that you might feel there's value here. So I have a favor to ask of you. Can you consider sharing us with others? These days, there's a million and one podcasts, and that's great. But there might be someone out there that the podcast resonates with the same way it resonates with you, and they might feel a little more supported. All of this information is free. We have a Facebook group to build more community. So... If you'd like to give a review or share, please feel free at the in the description. There's a link to everything we offer. But ultimately, uh, if if people don't share on our behalf, we're going to have a hard time expanding our audience organically. So that's where I'm just asking for a little assistance if anyone out there would love to help us out. Yes, thank you. That'd be amazing. And thanks so much for listening. Thanks for your time. Please reach out if you have any comments, questions, or just want to get in touch. Or if you were triggered and you'd like to talk about yes, it. Yes, please. Especially if you're triggered, we're please open reach to criticism. out. Yeah. But we don't own any like, knowledge. Um, what's the word? Like, we're not always right. We can be wrong. So please call us out and then we'll talk about this. That's very interesting. Right. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see, hear you. You will hear us, God, again. And hopefully we'll hear you too. If you join the Facebook group and you start put up a video or something, then we'll see and hear you. Yes. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite listening platform. There's more to us than the podcast. Your community awaits you in our free Facebook group. Click the link in the description to join the conversation now. You can also follow and connect to us on social media. Thank you again so, so much for listening. We really appreciate your time and support. With love, Lada and Ryan.